Due to technical difficulties, today's theme song will be hummed by Fresher. Hey, I don't think you left it on the thing. I 100% did. Kind of don't think so. But I, well, well, I just clicked it off that thing, and it's still there. Well, really? <laughs> that sucks. I couldn't get the sound to work. Oh, my gosh. I know. We were supposed to come back better than ever, and we can't, even, we get the, and we can't even get the basic theme song to play. I know. Well, Google Hangouts is changing everything. We really got to change to the other uh, app thing, you know? Oops, and I also got to close this. But... Uh, Oh, that's not, you sound better now. It's different. You sound different. Sweet. Yeah. But uh, episode number 84, right? It is 84. I missed 83. <clears throat> uh, I, it's been four weeks since my last YouTube show. I know. It's pretty long. And then uh, two weeks ago, we had guest host Graham, who it went really well Like until like a half hour in when my computer like full-on blue screen crashed. And Graham had to like close it out. He like handled it. Like a pro, like that's that's tough to do when like you're just like stranded like that. He, he held it held it together. He even did like the outro with like all of the podcast shoutouts and whatnot. I uh, I've yet to listen to the show, unfortunately, um, but uh, I'm glad he was able to recover and take take it through the final part of the show. But it must have been not a great episode because Leonard F. Chikarsen did not send an email about the show. <laughs> it's probably just because you weren't in it. Uh, it's possible, but I, I don't think I'm like uh, I don't think I'm that that integral to this uh, to the notes of the show itself. But maybe maybe he was like, I don't oh, know. I mean, uh, there is only two of us, and one of them was gone. I guess. Well, now we know. If uh, if I'm not on the show, then. Uh, we lose half of our interactions. Um, <clears throat> so that anyway. sounds reasonable. That's re- I'd like to think that, you know, neither one of us carry more than half of the total interactionness. Correct. Uh, speaking of interactions, uh, by the way, everyone, welcome to episode number 84 of the Fresher and Parlance show. I am Parlance. And I'm Fresher. We should have, uh, it's been so long we forgot even That's that true. we had to do We're an interview. out of whack. Out of oh. whack here. All out of whack. Uh, so, Fresher, what should people do to reach us live right now? They should tweet at us on the Twitter at Fresh Empire, or you can comment on Facebook or YouTube. I'm watching. I'm watching all the channels. We're coming at you live tonight, Thursdays. Oh man, I know you, everyone's had to like keep up with uh, just watching reruns and whatnot. I mean, if uh, they were actually that interested, but <laughs> they're out there. Eighty-four of them, or eighty-three, I suppose. <laughs> eighty-three full hours of Fresher and Barlands content. Frankly, I don't even know if I could make it through that much. I don't but... think I could. But you know what? I could make it through, which I didn't get to talk to you about is uh, six hours of Who Let the Dogs Out <laughs> on my flight back from New York, which was, I think, two, three weeks ago now. <clears throat> but um, got a lot of traction with people talking about that. I like, I like it as an accomplishment because someone called out like, oh, I think I could listen to whatever like for that long. And like, it's like, all right, do it then. Because I did. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to find a chunk of six hours continuously to just listen to one song. And on top of that, uh, the person who did tr- sort of challenge himself to do it said, oh, I could do that for six hours, like, but consecutively? Do I have to do it consecutively? And you were like, yes, you do. And they were like, oh, I can't do that. I, can't. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's a good song. Still like it. Still like it. You still like the song? I do. I even listened to it a couple times on the way back from uh, Atlanta, which I was in last week only a on couple, my playlist a couple times like three times maybe yeah probably like three just for old time's sake you know <laughs> <laughs> or was it it was like some sort of pavlovian response like you were on a plane and you were like i must yeah, listen like, to oh, it's kind of you know i just want to remember the old times 
Oh, man. That was... How long ago was that? I think that was, like, two weeks ago. I know, it is crazy. Like, it's hard to, like, fit shows in during the holidays. It's tough. You're traveling to Atlanta, and I did a massive trip. Uh, Fresher, you want to hear some... some, some do I would me... love to hear. You know your, your travel episodes are extremely popular with our audience. That is true. Um, I didn't put it on the thing, though, so I, I didn't put it in the show notes. So maybe... Um, First question. Like... Did you see any new birds? <laughs> um <laughs> As a matter of fact, I did see a number of birds, and uh, this time I involved my wife. And we're gonna—I have—I uh, have a small list that I was—I made, I created. Um, but we're gonna go through. I have a Birds of Sri Lanka book. So for those of you who don't know, look, seeing uh, them in a book d- does not count. No, it's, it's effectively what I need to do is I need to go in and mark off. I was marking them off in the book, and I'm gonna go through the book with my wife, and we're gonna mark off the ones we both saw. That's pretty cool. So it's going to be like a little, like a project, a bird project. A um, project? Yeah. Uh, so yes, I did see many birds, many, many birds. Like, I think I saw effectively, I don't know, probably about 60 different types of birds. What? But that is a lot of kind of birds. I, it may, maybe even more. I was asking my friend, because I saw several birds that I hadn't seen before. He inspired me a little bit to even just pay attention while I was in Atlanta. And I said, like, ooh, I've never seen... It was like a red, I don't know, like, what are those called? Like a cardinal or something? A right? cardinal, yes. Yeah, and uh, I saw one, and I, I don't think I've ever seen one before. It was just, like, flying around in a parking lot. And uh, I said, ooh, this is like that bird or whatever. And my friend was like, oh, yeah, people are super into birds up here. Apparently in Atlanta, people are really into bird watching also. Are they birders, if you will? I believe so. They're birdists. So I think that's, uh, by the way, I feel very good about you noticing that bird because I think that's what's wonderful about birding. It could be done just in a parking lot. You don't have to even be in like Atlanta. in Atlanta. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's the nature so, around. Candy Crush, though. <laughs> that is true. Popping pop bubbles. Popping um, bubbles. But here's the thing. That's what's great about birding is that you don't need to be a specialist. It's just, and it allows you to take a step back and see the world around you and the creatures around you that you sometimes take for granted. That's true. That's not only birds though. That is true. But, but I'm just speaking. That's like very broad, like making birds sound wonderful. Birds are wonderful. They're They're flying, they're flying dinosaurs. Um, They saw uh, a lot of diseases. Uh, so does pigs. So do pigs. So do uh, so do horses. So I don't do see horses and pigs in parking lots. <laughs> what, about, what about mosquitoes? Because mosquitoes are terrible. Mosquitoes, it's true. Yeah. No, I think birds have more diseases than mosquitoes. I oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, this is a toss-up here. Okay, so I could think of off the top of my head at least three mosquito-borne illnesses. At least. Three. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> oh my god you're supposed to hit the seize button oh my gosh just all this thinking about birds is making me sick <laughs> <laughs> so by the way mosquitoes there's malaria japanese encephalitis dengue fever just off the top of my head those are three mosquito-borne illnesses uh what about bird flu i mean come on bird flu two and bird flu three um yeah. i i was uh speaking of um, mosquito uh, born illnesses or whatever transmitted by mosquitoes. When I was in Sri Lanka, I got so freaking sick. But I, to the point where I thought I had dengue fever. Cause it did was you, I, did, like, you actually had it like evaluated or you're guessing. No, I, I, re, I didn't, I went online because I was feverish um, three nights. When in you row. went online, did it say that you had cancer? No, no. It's effectively with dengue fever, you get uh, very similar things to to the flu, but you get a rash around your torso. Oh, that's weird. I wouldn't. So, that's yeah. So and you like distinctive. kind of like your eyes bleed and shit. No, your eyes don't bleed, but like, uh, but you do have like potentially some bloody bowel movements and stuff like that. I guess that's just like house. Yeah, and uh, but I so I didn't have that. So I just realized I probably just had some other. Flu type, flu type type thing. 
And I actually think it was the swine flu because I saw I I did what? a yeah. So I did a uh, a quick Google search on Sri Lankan flu type things, and I saw a news article like a week after I left that said H three N two, which I guess is the type of flu that was happening in um in is sweeping the nation, and and like thirty five people had died and uh. 80% of them or eight of them or whatever, not 80%, eight of them were pregnant women. Well, that's uh, messed up. Yeah. Wait, anyway, so do they count that as two people or not? I don't think so. I think because they wouldn't uh, America. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, although I think many people who do listen to the show, uh, do, do know what I, I had been traveling. I went to, um, I went to Singapore first for a day then i went to sri lanka for a week and then i went to the maldives for five days back to singapore for two days and then flew home that's like a it was a 16 day trip um i i actually took some notes here um uh so when i was sick in in sri lanka are there's this thing called like I think it's called like Ayurvedic or Ayurvedic medicine. Wait, did you get sick twice? No, okay. once. If there's a like a home, what's that called? Holistic medicine in Sri Lanka. It's called like Ayurvedic or something like that. And I actually went in, in a town. I the my driver took me to one, and it's for it was for like pretty much white people only because I was like, why does it say no locals? And he's like, because if it was for lo- if locals came in here, because locals would want to come here, it would be real dirty. And I was like, oh, what? dirty. Oh, dirty. Um, so I did like a steam thing where like they put me like on a massage table face down and then they had this like wooden cedar kind of like space. This sounds like a movie. This wooden cedar like space where they like put in this uh, like bowl of, I guess like near boiling hot water that was steaming with, and it had some... Um, some sort of oils in it. And I had to like, the, the guy's like, you breathe in through your nose and out your mouth. And the steam like was so thick. Like every time I was breathing, yeah. you know, like, you know, like when you, it's like when you're trying to suck up the last bit of liquid from a, from like a, a soda, like a soda bottle or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and it's like just little things. <laughs> that was that a noise was, the whole time. That was the noise my nose was making as I was sucking in because there was just so much moisture with this oil stuff going into my nose. Um, and then when I, I, I came out, I freaking um, blew my nose. It was like disgusting. It was so disgusting. <laughs> they didn't do that for you? Blow my nose? Yeah, they didn't have a nose blower person? No, there was no nose tissue holder, a hanky holder. Yeah, hanky holder. Yeah, no. There's no hanky holder. I feel like I can't believe I've, I'm talking about this. There was so much crazy stuff that happened. Um, so I'll give you a... Br- uh, so Sri Lanka was by far the most adventurous part of the trip. Um, yeah. Where we, uh, we, we went to an elephant reserve. Uh, well, it was like an elephant reserve, but it was really just like a place where they just held elephants because um, <clears throat> the country... Did has- it have like fences and stuff or was it just like a forest thing? It had some fences, but... So you go there, we got there, and as we got there, it was like during the time of the day where they they bottle feed the baby elephants. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy how they bottle feed these, and we have a lot of photos, and I wish I had the photos to show and put on here right now. Um, but they, like, shove a funnel in their mouth and then get a bottle, and the baby elephants are just all, like, dying to get this, like, milk that they're getting from whatever. Like, I don't even know where they're getting this milk from, from these buckets. They're just ladling in milk into these big, giant baby bottles that are, like the size of my torso and then they're feeding the babies and the elephants are getting a little riled up. And then, uh, so then you go into the field and you could get pictures taken with the elephants, like r- literally stand next to elephants and like have them, the, 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 they would like, they wrap their, uh, their, uh, what is that called? Their trunk around yeah. you. Yeah. Oh really? You got your, you got wrapped by a trunk. You got trunk mm-hmm. wrapped. I got trunk wrapped. That is a true story. He was dangerous. Uh, um, and then you go out into this field and there's a whole bunch of other elephants. And then they do this like march and it's, it, it's like a, like a, almost like a, call, like a giant call. They have like speakers and it's like, 
Awooka! Awooka! <laughs> yeah. And then the elephants march down. It's This is the craziest thing. I'm not joking. Because they do uh, river washing or whatever, like where they take them to the river. But yeah. the river is on the other side of a major road. Then they have to walk down this narrow street. All of these elephants, like 50 elephants, yeah. they're walking down this street. I'm not joking, where there's like, you know, like Buddhist temples and tourist shops and whatever. So they, they just do that every day? Yeah, twice a day. Back and forth, twice a day. And uh, and then they walk all the way down there, and then the elephants go into the river, and they just hang out in the river. And there's just elephants just, like, laying down in the river, playing in the river. <laughs> Why so don't they have, just keep them by the river? Because th- there's no space by the river. It's it's like a it's hotels and, like... And, by the way, loose definition of a hotel. I have four... <laughs> four four walls and a bed. Um, but there's like restaurants and stuff. It's not, it's not, you can't keep them by the river because there's no, there's no open space. They, oh, yeah. so they need, you know, there's, you need, you have like 50, 70 elephants. You need to have a lot of space. That just, it's um, a lot of elephants. Yeah. So, um, and then, so we had lunch there right on the river and you just look out and we, I was drinking beer and looking at elephants, like 50 elephants. So, um, that's pretty awesome. So I mean, that's, you don't even have to go to the, reserve thing like or preserve it's just like they're all over the town it sounds like pretty much but they're they're captive and they're kind of i i don't want to say abused but they're not uh i i'm not gonna say they're great they're, they're not uh they carry those metal rods around and they kind of poke them and stuff hmm. the, the keepers so i don't think i think many people who are don't like let's say circus elephants you know what I'm saying? Where they're tr- yeah. they have to train them and they have to use those like tools on them and stuff. Yeah, uh, they do that there. So I, I think a lot of people um, would take offense to what was happening there. Hmm. So um, so while so we had a driver and um, it was kind of crazy because I had uh, my only correspondence with this man was email. Yeah, and you I- were saying you weren't even sure if he was going to show up. I was fairly certain he wasn't going to show up, but nope, I got to the airport. I went, and as soon as we got to the airport, it was like, bam, there he was with my name. And That's honest, pretty awesome. Yeah, and I was like, should we get cash or whatever? You know, he's like, no, don't, he's like, don't get cash here. They're just going to rip you off. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, well, I'll take you to another place. And <laughs> like, I'm not joking. He took us to like a, um, a retailer. Uh, actually, you know where it was? You know, the, remember I was talking about the road? Where all yeah, the with the elephant road. Yeah, so before we went into the elephant reserve, he took us down that road to a, like a shop where the guy was just, it was just like a clothing store. And I went in there and I cashed my money with that guy. <laughs> really? Yeah. That sounds way shady. It was, well, I mean, I was like, whatever. I've done that before. Like in Argentina, you know, the dollar is yeah. a, a very sought after commodity. So if you were to like go to an ATM and say, give me, a hundred dollars worth of an Argentinian peso or whatever, you yeah. would get like you would get like four to one or five to one. But if you go out in the street and there's people like going cambio, 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 you know, change, change. Yeah, you could get like eight to one or nine to one. <laughs> so like I I would it, at first I thought it was super shady, but then I would now I'm like I feel like it's just a thing. It's not necessarily a, so. Here's the thing with the, our credit card and stuff, you get true rate. And we yeah. don't have we don't have foreign fees. The thing is, is that in Sri Lanka, there's, there's not a lot of credit card stuff. Yeah, yeah so you gotta have cash. You gotta have cash. And um, so uh, I'll give you some highlights here. So we um, we went to tea plantations. Uh, I I went to my first ever tea manufacturing area, the the highlands of of uh, Sri did Lanka. Did you get any of the tea? I did get some of the tea actually, nice. and it's, I should oh man, I should have my props here. I got the. Um, the, the the they call it dust one. It's a very fine, fine grain like ground tea. Yeah. Um, but it's it's almost like coffee grounds. But it's it's super good. It's uh. Is it like it, like a matcha type thing? No, it's not a matcha. Tea. It's a black tea. But or I no. mean, like the 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 you're saying it's like super fine ground or whatever. It's not as fine as like matcha. Matcha is like a powder. This is more like uh, coffee grounds. Oh yeah. And um, so I didn't realize there's like all these different types of teas. Like, so there's like uh, the, have you ever heard of white tips or silver tips tea? Yeah. You see, I've never heard of that. That's like, I, those are, that's the most expensive tea. Yeah. Like white, white tea. 
well, it's just what they call it white tips or silver tips. Yeah. And it's effectively these like the very, very small budding leaves that haven't really sprouted yet. And um though and and it takes like a lot, a lot, a lot of uh of um plants. A lot of plants to get like enough, right? Yeah, to get enough, exactly. Um, it's harvested four times a month. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, Sri Lanka used to be called Ceylon, C E Y L O N Ceylon. Not know that, but that and, makes uh, sense, I guess. And so, have you ever heard of Ceylon tea? Yeah, that's what I was just associating. Yeah, so Ceylon tea is worldwide. It's famous. So Sri Lanka is known for their tea that's purchased worldwide. They actually, he, the guy was saying in the factory that so they, they Colombo is the main city of Sri Lanka. They take the the bags of tea. They're giant, huge bags. They're like bags like the size of, you know, like they're really tall bags. They're probably like 20 kilo bags, maybe even more. I don't even know. But they're yeah. huge bags of tea. Uh, they're just the tea leaves. I don't think they've been processed at any point yet, at this point yet. And uh, he says that they go and they go to auction in Colombo, which is the main town. And uh, he said they sell the tea and that that one bag will sometimes with the additives and all that shit become like two bags or three bags worth of tea. Oh, with the additives? Yeah. Yeah, they start adding. You got the direct shit, right? Yeah, I got the direct shit. And I knew I got good shit when um, the driver bought the same stuff. Like, as we were leaving the driver. That's a good metric. Yeah. And our driver was super good. And if anyone, by the way, if anyone needs and is ever planning to go to Sri Lanka, hit me up because I could give you the name of a driver. He he pretty much. How did you find him? I don't even, that's another thing. I don't even know how I found him. I think it was like a forum. Was it like Yelp or something? I mean. No, it was like a, I think it was TripAdvisor. Like I read it in the forums. Wow. Yeah. That's like, that's pretty like obscure to form reading. I know. Uh, I know. I know. Um, Could have been a magical trip. Uh, we went into the, into the, the highlands and then came down and then we did a safari in Yala National Park. Now this one was crazy. Which because- country is that in? This is all still in Sri Lanka. Oh, it's still in Sri Lanka. Yeah, so we did like a can. So we kind of did like a circle of the, I would say like central, south, central, south, central kind of like, like, you know, the it's an island. It's like almost like a circle. Imagine if like we went to the middle of the circle and then uh, kind of like a five o'clock. So what is that? Like a, if we from the middle, like did, if that was the center of the clock, we went five o'clock all the way down to the coast. And then drove the coast all the way to the up, essentially all the way west to the coast, and then back up to the top again. So that's we cool. did, yeah. So we and did that's like all a, the same driver, right? All the same driver, and um, so uh, so we went to Yala, and uh, so we stayed at the, uh, the hotels. We stayed at this hotel, and it was like sixty five dollars a person for uh, um, for like four hours or five hours of safari or something like that per person or something like that from the hotel. And I had read everything online. They're like, don't go to the hotel. Just have your driver take you to town, blah, blah, blah. And you could get like this deal that deal. So my driver's like, I was like, Hey, could you, when we first got there, I was like, Hey, could you hook us up with the safari? He's like, Oh, absolutely. He said, no problem. No problem. I got a guy and I have a driver who's been doing it for 30 years. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, well, how much? He's like, you got to work that out with uh, the person. Yeah. So um, as we were heading down, we saw these buffalo. They're buffalo, just animals everywhere, like on the road, on the side of the road. They're just like... What kind of uh, car were you in? A, a, uh, we were in a, Pri- a Prius. Oh, you're in a Prius. Hmm. Yeah, it was a Prius. And um, it was uh, probably driving in... If we were to have driven ourselves, it would have been a disaster. Driving in Sri Lanka, first off, it was it's left side of the road, right? So that's already weird. But I'm telling, it's also it's like ninety. All right, so here let me think of it this way: it's like seventy five percent scooters, scooters slash motorcycles. It's the um, another. Let me say that. Let me change it. Seventy percent scooters, and motorcycles, twenty five percent trucks, and five percent cars, pretty much. Oh yeah, so there's barely any cars. The car, well, in Colombo, there's tons of cars, but like throughout the the, the um, where we were doing, it's like tourist vans are the the only people that are in cars are generally tourists. Yeah, because the locals either walk, bike, or scooter or motorcycle, like very very, very few or or bus. There's a lot of buses, but I was that's cool. 
But the, the thing is, is that the, the traffic is ridiculous. They're one, they're one lane roads, but people do it, treat them like two lane roads. So you're constantly, he, this driver was like constantly weaving into oncoming traffic. <laughs> it was, it was like, if you, if you, scary. when you first get in the car with him, I was like, oh my God, to the point where I didn't even want to talk to him when we, when we first got with him, because I was like, I don't want to bother this guy because it's absolutely dangerous. It's dangerous. <laughs> um, um, but anyway, so we went to the Yal Safari and uh, on our way there, I said, there's buffalo and everything. And I'm like, well, hey, what do you do with all these buffalo? Like, what, what do you eat them? Like, what, what do you do? He's like, no. He's like, we, we make curd. I'm like, curd? Yeah, what is... And he's like, yeah, we make this like cheese curd type thing. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, you see all these little, and there's these like um, little ceramic, like, um, you know, those clay pots, like that orange clay kind of like brick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's all these, I started noticing on the side of the road, there's like people selling these brick things with like some sort of white liquid in it, like a white thing in it. It's just like buffalo curd. Buffalo curd. And I'm like, really? Buffalo curd? He's like, absolutely, absolutely. He's like, it's great. He's like, you want to get some? I'm like, I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, let's try it. I, I don't eat dairy, but, it, you know, my wife does. I was like, yeah, sure, we'll get some. You wouldn't even try it just for, like, the exoticness? Well, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, geez. Yeah, but I did I did try it. I did try it. But hold on. I'll, I was kind of, like, leading up to that. Um, I ruined so it. He, he pulls over and... Um, he, uh, we stopped and this, this guy, old guy, 70, he had to be like 78 years old. He has like two, you know, like two teeth, like one in the front right here on the top and like one on the bottom on the right. Yeah. And, and he's like, gunny, gunny, gunny. you know, like telling him like, what, what? And the driver's like, he's like, follow me, follow me. I'm like, okay. And this is by the way, not like on the tour. This is just like, we pulled off on the side of the road. We were going to buy some. So yeah. he takes it in this guy's house. We just go in this guy's house. He's like, gunny, gunny. We go in the house, and I have pictures of all of this. He's making it. He's literally making the curd, like fresh. Like from a buffalo or what? No, he had just milked the cow, had had heated it up, and he was ladling it into these little clay pots. Yeah. And making them. And he's like, this is super fresh. And the guy's like, what is this? And he's like, this one was made yesterday. He's like, this is as fresh as it gets. And yeah. that, 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 he's like, and the driver was like, I've never even seen this before. This is like, what, really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. He was like, this is crazy. This is like amazing. And we bought some <laughs> the Buffalo stuff. And he's like, he's like here in uh, this part of the town, you know, two days it's, and then they get rid of it in Colombo, Like the big, he's like, the further you get away, the longer they keep it out. And it tastes, it doesn't taste as good. Yeah. Um, and so we bought it and you, it was like, I'm not joking. It was like $2. Two dollars and fifty cents, maybe, and it comes with the giant clay pot. Yeah, yeah. And so, you keep um, the pot? no, uh, hold up. So <laughs> anyway, we he's and so he's like, but you you just can't buy this. He's like, we're gonna go and we're gonna buy some honey on the side of the road. So then we pull over and it's like they have honey, and it's just in like old little whiskey bottles and like, um, you know, it's not it's not like in jar like things that you would normally put honey in to like sell it it's literally just in whatever bottle they could like just random like containers yeah so we bought some honey and he's like he's like this is good good stuff this is good honey and so we went and um we had to go negotiate our price for the um for the the safari so after we so we had lunch the guy comes over and i have to like negotiate with this i guess i originally i thought it was the driver itself but it turns out it was like the guy who owned the, the truck, I guess. Yeah. And so we, I ended up having to pay, I don't know, I forget how much I ended up paying, but I, I ended up doing an evening safari and then a full day safari the next day. And That's I had, cool. So I just started getting sick that like oh, right yeah. around there. Yeah. Um, but at the, at the end, after doing the negotiation or whatever, we, we pulled out the, the buffalo curd yeah. and the honey yeah. And I did try some, and we ate about half of it. And guess who took the other, the, the rest of it? That freaking driver. I look out, I see him walking down with our curd. I mean, it didn't matter. I didn't need the the clay pot, but it would have been pretty cool to bring back the clay pot. Was it? It seems like it would be heavy in your luggage. It would have been heavy, and that would have probably posed the problem. And I'll explain why later. Um, so anyway, we bought, <laughs> so, we bought so many, uh, so many like postponed like parts of your trip story. So we went to on the safari. 
And so there's two, two very, very unique animals that are in Sri Lanka. I mean, there's many unique animals, but there's two kind of what, what you would call a signature, signature animals. Signature first, animals? Yes. The first what's, one is a... What? What's their national animal? I'm um, not sure what their national animal is. Their, their national bird is like this red, red flaming, like almost like a quail. It's like a ground bird. It's the male, the male ground bird. I forget the name of it. I don't know what their national animal is. Um, but uh, so they're Apparently two main... They don't have one. Huh? They don't have one. How do you know? I just looked it up. Oh, interesting. They do have a national bird, though, um, which I saw. Um, so then we... So anyway, there's two signature creatures. One is the, the sloth bear. Yeah. And the, and the second is the leopard. And uh, we didn't end up seeing any of those. They also have elephants, wild elephants in this park. And oh, by the way, peafowl are everywhere, everywhere, just everywhere. What's peafowl? Well, it's the it's the the species of like you know peacock and peahen. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's like yeah. fowl. Oh, I see. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, because the peacock is actually a male bird, and a female bird is a peahen. Um, so we saw so many animals. We saw tons of animals, but we didn't end up seeing the sloth bear or the the leopard. And I was a little bummed about that, but I was also so sick the second day. I could barely move. I, and the road is super narrow, and it's, like, bouncy. And I was, was like, like, throw up sick or, like, sore throat sick? It was, like, feverish body ache. And oh, damn, like, yeah, that sounds really rough to be out and about like yeah, that. Yeah, in the in like I would say ninety five degree heat with like ninety percent humidity. What? So yeah, that so, sounds like super miserable. So anyway, I'm like barely making it, barely making it, and um, we had seen every animal you could possibly see outside of the signature animals by lunch of the second day. Yeah, and uh, the guy's like, "We're I'm only going to focus on finding you a leopard." He's literally, he's like, I know where the leopards are. I've been doing this for 30 years. He's like, we'll just get, we'll, we're going to try to get you a leopard. We're going to put you on a leopard. I was like, okay, do whatever you got to do. We didn't end up seeing one, but crazy thing happened. While we were just driving around, like the first day we got like a close, like really, you could see the, the elephants pretty far away. Then in the morning we saw elephants like pretty close. Like in yeah. the morning we saw them pretty close. In the afternoon, we ran into some elephants, and it was like a, a, a I don't know what you call it. Is it a pack of elephants, a herd of elephants? I don't know what you call it. I think them. it's a herd. So we have a herd of elephants, and it's moms and some babies. And uh, so to kind of explain this truck, there's our, I could, I'll eventually post some pictures, and you can probably see these. But our truck, it's nothing to shake home about. It's probably from like 1970. Shake home it's about? A, yeah, it's, it's nothing to write home about. You know what I'm saying? So, um. They, uh, they, they, um, were on the side of the road, and there's just elephants just very close to us. And the baby elephant, which is roughly the size of the car we're in, now the back is like open and exposed. And, um, the elephant comes up and starts ramming its body off of the, the, the Jeep, the, the Jeep or whatever, the truck. That's pretty scary. And it's like pushing into it. And it, it was, I don't know if it was like just trying to rub its back or if it was being aggressive or whatever. Um, but the drive, it started, you could feel the, the thing moving. Like our truck was like definitely moving. It was going left. Like it could have been pushed over. Yeah. And, and uh, the driver, so now just now, let, let me explain this. We're on, we're, sit, we're on the right side of the road, Okay. And so the, the creature is banging up on the right side of the thing. And like I said, they drive on the left side of the road. And then, by the way, when I say these are all dirt roads, these aren't like actual roads, roads. You know what I'm saying? They're just like, like roads. <laughs> it's like through, yeah, it's through the net. You can't have two, like there's no way to get like without pulling over to let another vehicle go by. Um, and the driver gets his water bottle. I'm not joking, like a, like a liter water bottle. <laughs> yeah. And starts, it had maybe like, I don't know, you know, maybe like a, a eighth of water left in it. It starts whacking the elephant <laughs> to get it off and like spraying water on it and whacking it to get it off the Jeep. Yeah. And uh, so the elephant kind of sort of backs off. But then as, as, and I think I have this actually on video, 
the mother elephant goes like as soon as that happens the mother elephant's ears go whoop like yeah. that and starts freaking charging us and we were maybe it was maybe like 20 20 yards away and like our drive my um cat my wife screams and like the driver like like you know like get it back into gear and like we just like tore out of there there was a there's a there was a jeep behind us because you know there's a lot of people doing safaris they saw the whole thing and there's probably videos somewhere of, <laughs> yeah. our, of our jeep getting rammed and then charged by a mother elephant <laughs> that's but, really scary so i was like so sick and like achy oh, and yeah, everything I about the sickness and dude the adrenaline blew up in me <laughs> and i had i had like two hours of like complete like almost like like i could still feel like i was sick but i was like almost normal but then once the adrenaline went away i was like oh <laughs> it's probably even more of a crash yeah so anyway we did that and then we went to an area near uh then we went further down uh west heading back now toward colombo we we went so in in sri lanka is a premier destination for whale watching and this is going to sound so spoiled but I went there and I set up this thing and I wanted to see blue whales because that's what they're known for. You can yeah. see blue whales there, which is like my wife's favorite creature pretty much on the planet. And I, I was dead set. I wanted to see blue whales. We ended up only seeing some orcas, which is like, and I was like, orcas, whatever. Because I'd seen orcas so many times before. And I feel like I'm being spoiled now because I didn't see a blue whale and I was like, whatever. <laughs> I only ended up seeing orcas on a boat in Sri Lanka. Uh, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but like I was a little disappointed that we only saw orcas. Um, you see orcas anyways. I mean, they're like, ugh. I know. That was Boring. my point. I know, right? Boring. <laughs> um, but we did see orcas. Um, then we went, there was like a great beach town. We had like this signature spicy crab dish. Um, yeah, that sounds good. We um, the the beach was called Una Watuna, and it was great. You could spend. Now we didn't do it right. If I I could read, if anyone wants to go to Sri Lanka, let me know because I think I could give you some. Many of the hotels that you would want to get aren't even available in on like websites. You just have to so book you get them. You have to book through like my driver, like the driver I had would oh, be able to yeah. book it, and you could stay on the beach for like fifty dollars a night. Yeah like crazy super cheap. are they cool places though yeah well i mean define cool i don't know like it's better than the ones you book online <laughs> no because that's the thing is that the ones we booked online were not as cool like probably the same but not on the beach or maybe more expensive we stayed at some really nice places but they were always just a little off you know what i'm saying they were they were like what was the most off thing at any of them uh, like just service being weird. They would forget to like service your room or forget to refill like water, like essential things, things you would need. I don't or, know, those sound not that big a deal. When you're paying, let's say you're paying $185 a night, which is a fortune in Sri Lankan. When, when a average worker makes uh, $200 a, a week, I mean, uh, uh, $200 a month, excuse yeah. me. And you're paying effectively. And then like uh, you don't, Stuff. And you and you don't get your service. Yeah, it's disappointing. So yeah. um, these are the premier hotels of the country, and they weren't great. Some of them, I mean, they they were nice. They were really nice, but they just I had I, I don't want to talk down again. I'm I feel like this is like you know travel like luxury travel problems pretty much because it's like it just wasn't exactly right. Um. Uh, what was I? Uh, now I there was oh yeah there was threw so much off. huh I threw you off you did throw me off so anyway we <laughs> head back oh this is the one thing I want to say while we were in Gaul which is a fort town and by the way I don't know if you know this do you remember the uh, uh, the uh, the tsunami from two thousand and five the the one that happened the day after Christmas it hit oh, Thailand yeah. it hit Thailand do you remember that one it hit Thailand or whatever kind of a little bit. All right. Well, it did, and I didn't realize this until kind of getting there. Sri Lanka was hit really badly as well, really badly. They had they had a tremendous amount of, of destruction and death 
from that that Indian Ocean tsunami. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we were in Gulf War. I just wanted to point that out in case you didn't realize that because I didn't realize that uh, um, <clears throat> prior to visiting there. So we went to this Gulf War. It's like this old fortified thing from the British and Dutch kind of like um, when they colonized it. And I think yeah. pretty much enslaved the people, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and um, that's how the, all of them worked, I think. So anyway, they uh, while we were there, the driver was kind of like walking us around. And he's like, don't go here, don't go there. He was like super protective of us too. And um, so while we're walking around the fort, we're overlooking the uh, kind of like one of their big cricket fields, like one of uh, Sorolka's bigger cricket fields. It's kind of like the training ground for their national team. And their national team is is pretty good. It's like considered to be, you know, top five yeah. um, in the world. And um, so we're watching cricket. And uh, I, by the way, I got a Sri Lankan cricket jersey. Just so Ooh, that's know. pretty cool. I haven't seen you wear that yet. It's so loud. It's so loud. It's like <laughs> ridiculous. I don't know where I'm going to wear it, but. Um, Probably not any more than your other weird clothes. No, this one's, it, I'll wear it and you'll be like, yeah, that's. You wear that's it tomorrow. You're like, that's a mistake. So anyway, um, Friday, casual Friday. So we're looking, uh, we're watching the, the, them play cricket, and the guy's like telling me some stuff because I like cricket. I think cricket's a really interesting sport. It's kind of like baseball where you could play the foul balls. Um, and um, I don't get the rules at all, but I've been turned, meaning to learn it. He turns around and he sees this guy, and this China, there's a lot of Chinese tourists there, and they don't speak a lick of any language that any Sri Lankan speaks. They just <laughs> yeah. bust them. They just bust them in, and then bust them around, and then bust them out, and fly them out. You know, yeah. and so there's this oblivious Chinese lady, just like not even looking. I'm not joking, not even looking. It's just like her camera is up on her face. Yeah, I'm not joking. She's not looking. I don't even know how she's even able to walk because she's always 100% all of the time taking a photo in front of her face. Yeah, and uh, my um. My tour guide watches a man rob her of her cell phone. What? And she didn't even notice? She didn't notice. And then the guy calls out the other guy. Yeah. So, so this is like crazy. This was like a crazy story. So the Chinese lady is like oblivious and is still taking photos, never notices anything. Yeah. So the guy, the tour guide goes, did you see what I saw? I'm like, I didn't see the cell phone, but I saw them run away as soon as you pointed them out. Because they literally... As as soon as they, like, like booked we, it. they booked it, they booked it, and we get down there, and um, uh, they're tough, tough drivers. At least one of them was. The other one disappeared yeah. with the phone. Um, again, the Chinese person that was taking photos, the woman, was completely unaware that things were happening now. So yeah, now she didn't even know it was gone. She didn't even know. She, yeah. So so now as you're walking, this is kind of like on the top of this fort area, and there was like a bunch of like. So they have people who have like little captive monkeys and they have little like cobras that do monkey dance. <laughs> oh like, yeah. I can't explain it. It's crazy. And then they have like people who are hawkers, you know what I'm saying? Like, like hawkers selling little knickknacks here and yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, totally. So when you're walking up, they're like, buy from me, buy from me, please, please, you know, whatever. And then as soon, this guy goes down and they all huddle around and they, they literally leave character. I don't know how to explain this, but they leave character. Instead of like, buy for me, for whatever, they all start yelling at each other. Yeah. Because he's saying that the guys are stealing stuff because they all look out for tourists and stuff, which is weird because they don't want to have... This is interesting. There's a few well, yeah, guys... Well, they're protecting the tourists? I would think that they'd protect the other guy. No. They didn't want to protect the other guy. They want the other guy gone, and then they find the other guy, and they start fucking. They're everyone's are now everyone's screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah. Is the Chinese lady still like gone? She's not even around. She never even knows what's going on. I'm telling you, she was like this the whole time. Yeah, she was never. She had no concept of what was going on. <laughs> so like the people. So these guys. Then they come to me. You see. You see. I'm like. I saw them run away. I saw them run away. I didn't see them take anything, but I saw them run away. And then, so they all like were like, and then they found one of the guys. Yeah. And the one, and the guy said he's like, he's like, no, I wasn't trying to. I, again, I'm, in, I'm. A, this is what I was told. He said, and I saw the action. But of yeah. course, it's all happening in a language I don't speak. He's like, effectively saying he didn't give. He didn't try to steal her cell phone. He was trying to give her a business card. 
<laughs> what? And he's like, and he hands him the business card, and uh, he has the business card to my driver, and my driver's like, "This is a, like effectively like fuck you. This is not this business card's from like 1985. You aren't trying to give him this shit. Where's the other guy? Where's the phone? Where's the other guy? The guys." And the, the, they were all, and they were all like pointing and yelling. And then people started coming, like other, like people, like other tourist driver, tuk tuk drivers, and tourist drivers, because you know. Yeah. And they're like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And he's like, and they're all yelling. And shops, and now shop pe- people are like looking around. <laughs> this sounds like this sounds like not even a real place that you went. I mean, I believe it, but like, it sounds intense. Yeah, and I'm like, and by the way, the monkey is just like, what? You know, just sitting there like, what? <laughs> there's monkeys in the mix? I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, my wife's like, this is getting a little weird. I'm like, yeah, this is like really weird. I don't like, and so like people are yelling at each other. They're pointing and like flipping and doing this and that. Anyway, we like get in the car. Finally, we get in the car. And I'm like, what, what, you know, hey, um. Oh my gosh, I forget the name of our driver's name now. Um, oh, it's Ishan. Ishan. S-I-S-H-A-N. I go, Ishan. I'm like, what was that all about? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And, and he says, well, he's like, there's, and as I was saying to you earlier, he's like, there's a bunch of like badass, like essentially bad people, criminals. Yeah. Who are tuk tuk drivers who take advantage of Chinese tourists because they're completely oblivious. They don't speak any languages. They don't do anything. And and we kind of and we as as Sri Lankans don't like these criminals because yeah. effect, effectively they're they're making our country look bad and we want the tourism we want Chinese people to come here because they're a bigger you know it's closer obviously than America right yeah and like right now like they're super getting a bunch of money and stuff yeah because there was a civil war up until like ten years ago so that place was like pretty much uh, you couldn't go because you could your life could be endangered like. The Tamil Tigers, which was the uh, Civil War, they were like a, a, se- a separatist group. They were actually the first. They they're the only terrorist organization to kill two world leaders, and they were the, also the first people to use to strap bombs on civilians and women and put them in places. They were like vicious. That is of, crazy. I didn't even I didn't know about that. Yeah, and on top of that, like um, the uh, the driver, you know, my safari driver. You remember, like I said, he was doing that job for thirty years. He was like an old yeah. driver crazy driver he took us to this one spot like on the river that was kind of like run over it was looks like a lunch spot or a a picnic spot and there was like a monkey so here's the thing we get there there's a wild boar on the ground a (laughs) monkey in the on the tree and a monitor lizard just like that sounds like it's set up to a joke (laughs) (laughs) so so and he pulls to the side and he's like i wanted you to see this monkey he's my old friend he's been here for, for a really long time so he, they, we had some, it was his after lunch and we had some food and we like threw it up to the monkey and then the monkey jumped down and my, and Ashan, like our driver, like he was in the safari truck with us, like jumped up and like freaked out because it was, he's like, they bite. Sometimes they bite. And like the monkey, <laughs> and this is like some grizzled old monkey. Like, like I'm talking like this monkey had seen better days. And then it was like the monitor lizard. And then once we started feeding the monkey, the we were out of the car, like we were out of the car, and we had like a tracker with us too. Yeah. And uh, the tracker was like the boar, because you know the boar could tear shit up because they have these like these. Um, yeah, horns. they could ram you and stuff. They have the horns. Yeah, it's that's what killed. Uh, that's what killed uh, uh, Robert Barathe- Baratheon, right? He was. Went oh, I know, him. right? So anyway, the boar started coming at us now because we were because we were feeding the monkey. And the boar wanted food. He wanted in on that shit. He wanted in on that. And our dry, our tracker was like, get in the car, get in the car right now. And the boar started like, like coming at us. But uh, back to the Tamil Tigers, the reason the reason why I brought that up when I mentioned that story is that the um, the where we were on that river, that was actually Tamil-controlled um, grounds. Yeah. And the, and the driver was saying that uh, I think 15 years ago, prior to when we were there, the Tamil Tigers came out of the uh, the jungle and killed um, two guides and two trackers that were just doing their job. So why did they go there then? Because they were that's you have to make a living, bro. Got to do your no, shit. No, I mean this time. What do you mean? Why we went there? Yeah. Well, there's no longer a war. No, no, I mean that specific spot. Why did he take us there? 
Yeah, just because the monkey's there, or just to yeah, tell just you because, that story? No, just because the monkey was there, and just like to see if there was any animals around. As it turned out, and also you're not allowed to get out of the grounds. Oh, you're not allowed to get out of the car. Yeah, unless you're in an area that's like a picnic area or whatever. Um, so when I was, uh, so that was an area we were able to get out. So I was like, kind of able to see the monkey up close and see the wild boar pretty close, and the monitor lizard really close, but. Um, but yeah, the, the, I just mentioned that because of the Tamil tigers. So anyway, um, so we bought some more honey. We there's like it's so many stories here. But long story short, we left Sri Lanka, flew to the Maldives, which is a beach destination. Yeah, we um, and at this point you're still sick, still sick, still sick. Um, and uh, but I'm getting better. But now I think now at this point now my wife has caught it, and now she's starting to get sick. Oh no! So yeah, and. Uh, she always gets it worse than I do. So anyway, we head to the Maldives, and uh, this is crazy. And I remember I was talking. You were talking about the clay pot and the weight. Yeah. The reason why that would have been a problem is because we had to take a seaplane from. What, we had to take a plane to the Maldives. So you land in Malé, which is like yeah. the bigger, bigger island. Like I don't know if it's like their capital or whatever. You land there, but then from there, you don't like just get off there and then go because it's like a dump. You know, it's just like a bunch of buildings and shacks, and that's where all the people are. But there's no resorts or anything. Yeah. So you could, so some resorts are kind of close. You could take a boat. The resort we took, we had to take a seaplane. That's pretty cool, though. So we got rushed from our plane into the seaplane, but we had to pay. Like you have a limited amount of um, kilograms of luggage that you it's could take like on the seaplane. Yeah, it's way smaller. And we went over. We ended up having to pay like another like thirty bucks. Oh, in, yeah. In so anyway, we, we took a seaplane and it was ridiculous. Flying over like tropical paradise, like all these reefs and small little atolls. Oh, that sounds cool. It was ridiculous. It was it was like uh it was pretty much like a movie. So then we landed. So wait, um, was there anyone else on that plane with you guys, or is it like just like a like a six person seaplane or something? It's it was uh two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve person. And all twelve people were going to the same destination. Oh, so it was full though. It was a full full flight, um, and um, and it was only one stop. When we were coming back, we had to stop. We had to land in another at another resort, pick up a couple more people, and then fly back. Oh, oh yeah. cra- crazy thing! The pilots barefoot the whole flight, <laughs> and the airline, the seaplane airline, was Trans Maldivian Airlines. That's T- a cool name. TMA, Trans Maldivian Airlines. And it, it's all they do. All they all they do is fly seaplanes. Um, that's it. Their whole thing is seaplanes. Um, so anyway, we, we take a seaplane land and then take a boat to our island. And the, the island that we stayed on was 900 meters by 300 meters. What? That's like super small. It's super small. And it's it's white sand. And I'm talking like... Could you see other islands from it? Yes, you could see an island a little over here, one over there, one over there, yeah. And um, so we stayed on the island. I'm leaving out so much stuff here, but whatever. We stayed on the island, and the so the whole island is is surrounded by a reef, okay? Yeah. And you, there's exit points, so you could get to parts of it. Sometimes the exit, when you get to the reef end, it's a sheer cliff, straight down. Yeah. Like, straight down you mean underwater right yeah so we're doing snorkeling now yeah so like we're like you go out sometimes you go it's just a gradual decline dude we saw we saw stingrays manta rays sea turtles and it's still like 95 how are you doing snorkeling when like you're sick that sounds like really difficult at this point i'm starting to feel better but i like you would cough in the snorkel so it'd be like yeah yeah that sounds horrible yeah, and also it was all inclusive, and again, you, many people who are there don't do the all inclusive. They just do. Full, you only have two choices: full board or all inclusive. Yeah. So, so um, we did the all inclusive. Now, here's the thing: um, you know, when you go to generally, you go to these like all inclusive places. It's it's sort of like not. Um, uh, they they kind of water down the drinks. Yeah. Because they're just constant. Here, they don't do that because they don't know that you're not paying for the drinks. Oh yeah, because there's some pay too. Yeah, they're all yeah. Most of the people are pay except for us. So like the day we got there, I was drinking, 
And I was like, yeah, whatever. It's all inclusive. They're probably really watered down. I would say like by like 2.30 in the afternoon, I was freaking wasted. <laughs> wasted. Was like... I love the all inclusive. <laughs> so um, anyway, the, the it was tropical paradise. We we stayed there. It was like pretty much the best beach. The best snorkeling was like an aquarium. I, I want to wrap this up because I feel like we've talked about this for forever. Um, we, <laughs> flew off, we flew off, landed in Singapore. It was Star Wars mayhem, which leads us into our news of our week. Fresher, did you know Star Wars premiered tonight? I did. But so Star Wars mayhem in Singapore, did you get, did they have the X-Wing or whatever? I think that was in Taiwan, wasn't it? No, that was in Singapore at that the airport. And you took they pictures had, of it? I, it's a full size. It was a full. First off, the terminal I was in, they had a full size X wing. That's awesome. That you could wait it in line, but I didn't want to wait in line, and you could have got in it. But I couldn't you could wait get in, in it. In it. I would have waited in line. <laughs> I didn't have time. I didn't have time. You know why I didn't have time? Why? Because I because um the Changi Airport. Was it is, like a transfer or something? No, we got there, and if you spent $100 in the airport, you yeah. could buy a, a limited edition Star Wars plushie. And they, so they had a bunch of these, like, rare, like, they're only found in Changi Airport. Slushy? So, no, plushie, like a plush toy. Plushie. Oh, plush toy, oh, yeah. So we, ha we wanted to do a little shopping. So yeah. if, if I waited in line, it would have literally been waiting in line and then going the to time. the... Yeah, the whole time. Well, that's disappointing, but that still is really cool that they had the X-wing. But, but hold I on, wait, wait, hold on. One other thing: in the yeah. other airport, in the other terminal, they had a full-size Tie Fighter. That is pretty sweet too. Did you go see it? No, because I didn't get to that other terminal. Oh. But I read about it later. They also had a giant Lego mural, which was Singapore's largest Lego construction ever. It had like three million bricks in it or something. That's kind of awesome. It was a mural or like a sculpture? It was a mural. It was like the entire, the, you know, the poster, that, that orange sepia tone with all the characters on it? Of which? Of Star Wars, like that orange. Oh, Star Wars. It was a Star Wars mural. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a Star Wars mural. It was probably, it was huge. I don't, I think I put the article online, but it was a huge mural. And um, they had Star Wars toy, everything you could want, anything you could want. Um, but I did want to say, did you know that there was a uh, there's a Star Wars jihad? I did not. On? I saw the thing. I don't understand what that is, though. So effectively, the Disney has thrown out 30 years of expanded universe canon. Oh yeah, like the books, the novels, the comic books. The I heard the... something about that, but I heard that they were like, it was working out, like because there's that whole like. Um his wife or whatever Han Solo's well, that, wife. Well, well that's here's the thing that's the new universe yeah but I thought that tied into the other one or whatever no it, it's not tying into all the shit that started before Disney bought it oh yeah so there's all these novels and stuff that people love and characters that they love that have now been thrown out of canon yeah and the Star Wars Jihad is people who are going to wage war against Disney by spoiling the movie really yeah, oh, by that's spoiling what it, it, not foiling it. Spoiling it by going on all social media um, and spoiling the movie to a point where Reddit, you know, Reddit. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? What's Reddit? Uh, what's Reddit? Yeah. Reddit yeah. is Reddit is literally removing and banning users for spoiling Star Wars if wow. they post if they post it on public forums. Did you see and, there's that Chrome extension you can get for blocking all the Star Wars spoilers? I did see that, and then you told me that all it would do was just spoil everything for me. <laughs> yeah, I did tell you that. I mean, I don't know if it would work. I feel like it's probably just going to, like, load some crappy stuff on your computer or whatever, like, track you, sell your data, give you viruses, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, but, I oh, some other, like, I was, dude, Star Wars, though, like, there's so much Star Wars stuff going on, like, I think that, the, so people were saying this could be like, it like the other one was just as big or whatever at the time, like when the, um, the, the new, the first like prequel episode came out. I don't think it was as big. I think this is the biggest commercial endeavor that I've seen in my whole life because there's so many like hook-ons, like everyone is doing something for it and it's been for so long. It's like crazy. 
Do you I, not think so? I, I remember the Phantom Menace being pretty big. I remember the but, Phantom Menace being pretty I big. I think that it was pretty big, but I think that, like, I think it's mostly because Disney owns it now and they have more power to, like, and they're like also more willing to make corporate deals. I think Lucas was like kind of like protecting it. But I think that now there's Disney, like they just are all out and they like have like departments for licensing and like oh. they do so much more stuff. You know what? What? I didn't even think about that. Now that Disney owns it, it's not gonna, is it going to be still 20th Century Fox at the beginning? Oh, I don't know. Is that a big part of it? Yeah. Do you remember? It's always dun, 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I never really counted that as anything. <laughs> Every Star Wars movie has it before it goes. Doo, 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 doo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that I guess, be, that I that's guess, yeah, that's a I big deal. That's a big deal. I totally forgot about that. What's well, something to look out for when you go see it this weekend? If I get to it, you're not going to get to it. But there's some crazy like uh, items. I think the craziest that I saw, which I wanted to point out was they have Star Wars branded condoms, which are official, I hear. For your lightsaber. For your lightsaber. But that was that was the most crazy one I saw. And it's like uh like they have like Yoda quotes on them or like it's like I will not be your father or do or do not, there is no try. Oh Jesus. <laughs> that but, is pretty uh, yeah, good though. I thought that was interesting. Apparently, they talked about it on uh, the Jimmy Fallon show, also. That's but, really funny. Yeah, no, there's uh, like, I think this is more crazy than any of the other ones. I, I remember the Godzilla movie, the like the Matthew Broderick one. I remember some crazy marketing blitzes for that. I also remember crazy marketing blitzes for Independence Day. But um, that, none of them were this big. I mean, they're definitely marketing blitzes, but this one is like cross everything. Well, here's the thing. It's, it is cross everything. I just feel like you're in the target market, so you maybe are seeing more marketing than you normally see. That's true, too. But I don't know. I think it's bigger, personally. It's, it's, I, I'm not denying that it's big. I just think it's... it's. You think it's comparable? I, I feel like there's been... like I think Harry Potter has had some big marketing spin stuff. You think like bigger? I'm not saying bigger. I'm just saying big. I don't know. I don't know how much went into it, but there, it's big. It's huge. But this is like standard fare for like Star Wars. You know what but I'm saying? But not money. I'm just talking about like, like across like all brand. Like just like there's way more products. There's so much products, but people are like loving it because that's what Star Wars is. It's a merchandising. I know. It totally is. Yeah. Anyway, and I think uh, Disney bought it for only five billion, or was it four billion? Four billion, and they're gonna make that back in the like. In they the already first, made it back, I'm sure. In the first movie, they're gonna make it back. It's crazy. <laughs> um, before we go, because I know we're kind of like right on on the money here, I just did want to talk about the other space franchise, the Star Wars, uh, Star Trek trailer <laughs> for one of the stars. The Star Trek new Star Trek tailor, uh, trailer. Um, I didn't even know. I hadn't heard anything about that. It's too like, I think it's like overshadowed by the other star star movie. I know. It, well, the new trailer came out, and I'm gonna say right now, it's it's pretty terrible. It's uh <laughs> the it says from the director of Fast and Furious. So really? It, yeah. So I am. So I'm taking the Fast and Furious moniker. I'm trekking it up, and I'm gonna call this episode. This is what I'm calling this new movie. Star Trek, warp speed and wild. That's like supposed to be like Fast and Furious, but in space. I don't think that's a very good name. <laughs> well, uh, well, here's the thing: it has to be alliterative, so it has yeah, to have the same, yeah. and it has to have to do with speed. It's true. And, I mean, and, you match all the stuff. You match all the stuff for sure. Uh, trust me, I looked for every freaking synonym of Furious to find one that started with a W. Because you wild? gotta use Warp... Wild's the only one I could find. So Warp Speed and Wild. Warp Speed and... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess Wild. I guess. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, well, before we head off, um, do you have anything else you would like to talk to? Um... Uh... 
No, not any like tidbits, I guess. Well, I hope we didn't bore you with uh, travel stories. I mean, it's travel stories, you know? It's a travel episode. I had so many stories that I did want to talk about. Like the shrimp peeling slaves. I wanted to get on that. We didn't get that. So people look it up. The shrimp you're eating at those all-you-can-eat shrimp places, they're being peeled by slaves in Thailand. And I'm not talking about like fake slaves, Leia slaves. I'm talking straight up. Like, they own people, slaves. And all they do all the time is peel shrimp. So feel bad for those people. <laughs> and then secondly, uh, there's uh, this place in, Ohio, I think it's oh, Chicago. They sold all, it's a workout place. They sold all of their treadmills and they bought medieval swords. And now they're doing medieval sword training. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, like, quick throw-ins, also the first uh, cat cafe opened in Seattle in Wallingford. So uh, if you want to go check out a cat cafe in Seattle, it's open for business. All right. Hey, everybody. We're part of the – this is our little pitch area now. Uh, and I haven't <laughs> done this for a while, so forgive me. Hey, everybody. Brandon, uh, right? probably beat you out at it. Maybe we should just take his audio and plug it in right now. <laughs> Except we can't even get the audio in the intro to work. I know. <laughs> this is, we're part of this uh, um, network of uh, entertainment, soon-to-be-named network. Featuring such classic podcasts as Longbox Heroes and Longbox Heroes After Dark, featuring Leonard and Todd, Podvocacy with uh, Dave and uh, Jason, and also um, the uh, Prodigal Sons podcast uh, with uh, Ian, uh, Jared, Brian, and uh, Adam. Uh, feel free to check out also Puzzle Warriors Three, which had an exclusive interview with the producer of Marvel Puzzle Quest. Really? Uh, cool. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, up and coming. They have a big audience of uh, probably triple R's now, I guess. And they also have a very rabid following on the Reddit, if you will. Um, so be sure to check out all those uh, people. Just look them up. And that's Puzzle Warriors 3 as in the number three. So uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, – I hope I did not uh, bore you. And we'll be back we'll, next week with more stories um, uh, that are actually more in line with our traditional episodes. Um so uh, this is Parland saying sayonara, muchachos. This is Fresher saying later taters. <laughs>